Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Uh, let's bring in Scott Radley, host of the Scott Radley Show. Going to talk about the uh, miracle on ice, as some are calling it, with uh, the big goalie swap. Uh, you know, if you're a goalie, as long as you have your stuff in your trunk, chances are you may be needed somewhere, even if it's with the NHL. Let's bring in Scott Radley, host of the Scott Radley Show, sports columnist with your Hamilton Spectator. And, of course, you can listen to him here every weeknight on CHML. And a man I owe a big apology to, and you're going to hear me grovel on the air to him. Scott, how are you? I am okay. How are you? Scott, I owe you a massive apology, and I want to apologize on the air because I never see your pretty face around here. But I am terribly sorry. You have asked me so many times to be on your show, and for this or that or the other reason, I haven't been able to. Finally, uh, you asked me to come on with uh, Bill Kelly, part of uh, National Radio Day. I said yes. Uh, I was en route to the auto show, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, I missed your call and did not see it on my phone until a half an hour later. Scott, I owe you big time. You do so much for this show, and I hang you out to dry time and time and time again, and uh, I really appreciate you even coming on today, to be totally it's, honest. It's a good thing I have an emergency backup guest. Just like the yeah, Carolina when, Hurricanes. If you're booking Thompson, make sure you have an emergency guest on standby. He's got his equipment with him in the That's station. right. Yes, Thompson okay. has it's become right. so unreliable now. We don't even when he says yes, we're not going to take it for granted. Anyway, Scott, I'm terribly sorry. No worries, no worries. And it's honestly, and, and you know what? I was going to, if I had, had I not been at dinner with my wife, I was going to call you right now and de- or right away and demand that they put me on late just so I could apologize on the air. But then I'd be interrupting the latter part of your show. So no anyway, worries. I feel very no bad about it. I even talked to our boss about it just because I thought, you know, I might get fired over the whole thing and such. Well, uh, unlikely. Although, did you tell <laughs> him you, that I should get a raise as a result? I didn't say that. No, I oh, didn't. Okay. T- I forgot. Okay, next I'll get on it because I think the last time you asked me to ask him for a raise. That's right. I'll work through you. You're my conduit to a much bigger salary. Oh, my God. I'm a conduit to a lot of pain and aggravation on your show. That's anyway, enough of my groveling. And again, I do apologize. And uh, it's, it, being on your show is not something I take lightly, and it was completely my fault. I apologize. No worries. All right. Move along. All right. Move along. It's all good. All right. Show's over. Thanks for coming. Uh, so, you know what? I heard of this. Uh, I was away this weekend and didn't see this game. And we everybody started, you know, it started popping up on the device and such. So everybody started talking about blah, 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 blah. And, oh, my goodness, as, as the weekend progressed, we heard more and more about this story. We actually came home last night and watched him the last portion of this game over again, even though we knew the outcome. That's how much this has seemed to have impacted people. Because, uh, look, I've argued for a long time and uh, done it a number of times that one of the things that should happen in the Olympics is that in every Olympics, there should be a Joe Schmo in every event. Because if you, it's really hard to tell how fast Usain Bolt is running when all the guys running with him <laughs> are as fast as he is. It's so put the like, average citizen out there to get his clock cleaned. Get Joe Schmarcola to line up there. there you and go. he finishes at the 50 when Usain Bolt is finished. And you go, wow, or against Michael Phelps. Throw someone in there to swim with him. Yeah. And so I've always said the context would allow you to see how great the athletes are. And then this guy goes into net for Carolina and completely screws up my theory or proves that the Leafs are perhaps the most embarrassing team in the history of hockey because this guy should have been torched. 
Yeah. You should. You cannot have no. Well, even he said he thought he would get more shots. He thought he'd just be peppered till they go in because he was good on the first. It's the rebounds where he was a little slow. Well, here, here's the thing: is I mean, his story is um, we keep hearing that he was a junior B goalie and blah blah blah. He played a few games of junior B hockey. Mm-hmm. Like the guy, it's not even like he's got a long track record. And then he played in the senior A league, and his, which is the Dundas Real McCoys and the Hamilton Steelhawks, yeah. uh, that league. And in his last five games, for, in, in the league, in the year that he played in that, in 2014, I think he was 0-8 with a goals against average over 8. Like, he was horrible. And so the Dundas Real McCoys can put in 11 goals or 14 goals on him. And the Toronto Maple Leafs, with their 90-whatever-million-dollar payroll, can't do it. I mean, Scott, here's the thing. I have watched Maple Leafs hockey since I was a kid, so early 70s. I saw most of the Harold Ballard era. I I would argue that there have been worse losses, more painful losses. Hmm. There has never been a more humiliating loss in the history of the Maple Leafs franchise, at least in the last 50 years. They're just you can't you can't find a situation where you had a group of players who had a guaranteed win night and showed so little interest in playing. Yeah. It was it was it was absolutely humiliating. And if you went on social media, Leaf fans, you know, there are points for every struggling franchise, and I mean the Leafs have been struggling now for fifty years. But the Chicago Cubs for a long time, and the Boston Red Sox, and and others. There are franchises that, you know, you, you're torturing your fans at times. Mm-hmm. This was absolute torture. Yeah. This was an absolute yeah. moment of torture. <laughs> well, when all the fans seem to cheer as soon as he makes a great save, and then at the end of the game when he gets the first star, my goodness, that was it was incredible. It, it's a terrific story. If, it was, if there weren't so many Leaf fans around who, as I yeah. say, were still smarting from this because they are the least are the laughing stock of not just hockey but of sports i mean the guy's been on the today show he's been on espn he's been on every single network it seems and who is the brunt of the brunt of the jokes who's the butt of the joke in every one of these it's the leafs that couldn't score on a zamboni driver and the best part i love this part they, they keep pointing out that he was the Zamboni driver of their AHL team. Like he's not even a full. He's not even <laughs> a perfect full. His Zamboni driving is. That's right. Athlete. He's not so, even the pro. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. It's just an absolutely mortifying, humiliating thing. And where this really is going to become interesting is last Tuesday the Leafs got shelled. They played a horrible game, and they got humiliated by the Pittsburgh Penguins. And everybody was down on it, and they came back on Thursday and played probably the best game of the year. And then follow that one up with their worst game in club history, probably. Well, I don't know how you bounce back from this. I don't. I mean, there's perhaps they turn around, and this is rock bottom, and they're so humiliated now that they just commit themselves somehow to be some team that I don't think they really can be. But I don't think that's the case. I think this is one that... You are. They are going to be hearing about this game nonstop. They're going to On the other hand, what what does this do for the momentum of Carolina? Because obviously sure. they've got a they've got a large lead in this game, but and you could tell in between the second and third periods that obviously, hey, we got to regroup here. We got to focus. We've got a weak link here. We have to make sure we come back and help. And that's what they they completely dominated. And you have to yeah. think how that helps their momentum moving forward that even though they're down and out, they can still come back and get a win. So the question becomes, if you can be Carolina 
and see your what you need to do and dig in and play that kind of game. And full marks to them because they played exceptionally well in the third period. How come the Leafs couldn't find that kind of intestinal fortitude? And that's the knock against them all the time, that you've got a soft team that folds when there's any kind of difficulty, when there's any kind of tough times, the Leafs fold, and they don't look like they have the kind of fire that you need for a team that's going to be competitive. I mean, there was a, there was a shot in that game in the third period where Sheldon Keith, the coach, is, I don't know if the word is berating, but certainly trying to point out to these guys that they are being humiliated. Mm. And only Zach Hyman is even looking at the coach yeah. and looking like he's paying attention. The rest of the guys are just sort of staring. Yeah. And it's, okay, you are being humiliated coast-to-coast on national television, on Hockey Night in Canada on Saturday night, and you can't find some kind of fire. And and beyond all that stuff... That's more than any coach would ever give you. How many millions of dollars? If you were being paid the kind of money that they are, even if you're not having a good day, I'd like to think you'd say, the very least I'm going to do is have the best effort I can possibly have every single day. My show may not be the best show every single day, mm-hmm. but they're never going to say that I'm not given a full effort. Yeah. Here, you've got guys making so much money. Yeah. and you're There just isn't the maturity nothing. there. Yeah, yeah. You're seeing nothing. What would this goalie have received for that appearance? Is there a flat rate if you go? I mean, obviously, they're going to fly him down to Carolina yeah. uh, for the game on Tuesday, I believe it is. Uh, and, then you know, I, I'm sure a big uh, to-do will be made of him, and, which I'm is sure. great. But, yeah, I mean, would he get anything for that? I heard, and there's some, there's some confusion, but I've heard that he gets $500 and gets to keep his game-worn sweater. Well, at least um, they should give him a jersey, of course. Come on. Well, you, you would think. And, and, it even had his heard- name on the back. Well, they, they were putting that one on in the intermission or, or just yeah. sort of in the second period before he came on. Look, it, somebody else suggested that that team should have passed around the hat in the dressing room when each of the guys put in 500 or 1000 bucks. It was no idea. sweat off their back. Yeah. Um, look, it, it's a terrific story. It truly is. I mean, you, go, you look at movies like, you ever seen the movie, the baseball movie with, um, uh, oh, what's his name now? Um, Randy, not Randy Quaid, the other Quaid, Dennis Quaid, Dennis Quaid called yeah. The Rookie. Mm. It was a Disney movie about the, the rookie, the pitcher, the 40-year-old mm-hmm. pitcher who made it to the majors for Tampa. Um, not much different than this. And, I mean, slightly different circumstance, but you could look at this and go, you know, there, there absolutely is the outline of a movie in this thing if someone were to decide to, to make one of it. I don't know if that'll happen. I don't know, you know, what will come of this. But here's the thing: if you're a Leaf fan, I'll assure you one thing: you're not going to be let, you're not going to be allowed to forget about this until the day you die. This is a story. This is a game that immediately became legendary. And for everybody that hates the Leafs, if you have friends who are not Leaf fans, they will remind you oh, of yeah. this <laughs> forever. Anything that ever happens to another team. They will just turn around and say, but at least we didn't lose to a 42-year-old minor league Zamboni driver. Why? What was the significance of the 90 on his jersey? Uh, no idea. I, I think uh, it I was, was just, just wondering. whatever number they could think of that yeah. wasn't in use already. Um, maybe that's how many goals they thought he was going to give in. I don't, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, and, and the other beauty of this, which makes this so awkward, is that the next day he was at practice again with the Leafs. Yikes. And you're thinking... Like, what? I think it's brilliant by the Leafs to put him back on the edge yeah. because it's absolutely humiliating to their own players and yeah. a reminder. Maybe if you can't find anything else, maybe that's motivation. Like, look at this Good guy, point. This, 
tubby little 42-year-old guy. And I don't want to insult him too much because he sounds like he's a great guy, but this you're not exactly the prime physical no, specimen no, no. athlete that you are, and he humiliated you. Yeah, I agree. Scott you Radley. Millions, he's got the legend. That's it. Scott Radley's been with us, host of the Scott Radley Show, sports columnist with your Hamilton Spectator. I'm sure he'll have more on this tonight. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.